Great and glitter listeners, Chewy here. And as temperatures soar, baseball is roaring into the midseason. Mosquitoes are biting, and lightning bugs are, I guess, lightning, whatever. They're lightning. In. <laughs> They're lightning. In. Yeah. So we're cruising to summer, and with summer comes movies. But we're a wrestling podcast. Why would we be talking about movies? Because dang it, Cisco and Ebert are no longer around. So we have the next best thing in movie criticism to happen in the last year. That's right. The creative minds that brought you Birds on Film, Birds on Film, Birds on Film. Allow me to introduce you, the best dang manager in the Mid-Atlantic and winner of dates, Dustin oh. <laughs> Thank you. Big <laughs> Dust. <laughs> King of Goons, and my liege, to whom I serve as queen of her shitheads, the big gal, Erica Lee. Big dust, Erica Lee. Welcome to the program. Sammy, Erica. That's Happy right. That. Siskel and Ebert are dead in the ground. We don't need them no more. All right. Get out I never of wanted it. Stay in Chicago with that. This is, exactly. this is a mid-Atlantic show, damn it. the market a very very underserved market of okay. movie reviews on youtube <laughs> not a lot we of saw our opening that. and we went for it well i mean if you think about it in this way under 30 minute dialogue on movies that's a lane because every other one is like an hour and 20 it's like why well, i have to watch a movie to hear about a movie yeah no 20 with, minutes with that said before we get into nitty gritty and summer movies, I, I'm not a movie fan much. I like horror. I like documentaries. That's pretty much it. However, I just love hearing y'all talk about movies because things make more sense and come off better when friends can discuss things that they really care about. And I think that's part of the charm of Birds on Film. Birds on Film burns our film. However, <laughs> just for listeners who haven't watched Birds on Film, I'm not going to say it three times three time, but okay, one more time. Birds on Film, Birds on Film. If you could tell them, and me, and everyone else listening, how the hell y'all came to do Birds on Film? Birds on Film, the, Birds on Film. So if I can take the lead here. Dustin, please. I, um, I was rearing up to do a podcast about not talking to people in the wrestling business about professional wrestling. And me and Erica discovered that we enjoy talking about films with one another i asked her i was like what would you want to talk about that's not wrestling and she said i want to talk about moonstruck it's one of my favorite movies i said oh my god that's brilliant and i was yeah. like i'm so down because i mean i've tried to do this style of content before and never really took off i i think it, it just came off as too much of two 
white guys sitting across from one another talking about their opinions on movies like it's high art and sometimes like sometimes it works you know there's a lot of creators in the space that i enjoy watching but i think with bird what makes her so different i'm a woman (laughs) no but it's a it's a completely different set of views than me who I mean, and I think I, the difference is right that we didn't set out to create content. We were just already talking about movies and we were like, this is fun. Exactly. This is a good time. And then I think the bird part came with, uh, I think you just said birds on film and we dress up like birds. It was as simple as that. It was just a, a, a nutty, uh, offhanded, like, <laughs> yeah, and you'll just wear a chicken suit. You got one of those. Right. The birds <laughs> on film. Yeah, it's funny you said dress up like birds because really one dresses up like a bird. The other one just kind of has to. I know, no, she don't. She never. She didn't get the memo. All right, that's the issue. All the time. Yeah, but you only got the wings. I went. I went the full mile. Bird. All right, sorry, sorry. I'm, so, I'm 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 honking. I'm speaking bird all the time. I don't gotta do a full suit. It's um redundant. Fair enough. And hot. That's more I don't know how you do it. I, I barely do. It's very sweaty. <laughs> I sweat enough already. I'm the same. I'm sweating. In fact, I got this hot-ass roaster still behind me. I'm like, this was a bad choice to sit right in front of it. <laughs> but whatever. So speaking of Moonstruck, that's funny because growing up, it was like my mom and dad's favorite movie. And I've probably seen maybe two and a half minutes of it. And it's mostly from Birds on Film at this point. So I've seen two and a half minutes. <laughs> I just remember my mom always slapping my dad comically until it wasn't anymore, but comically and saying snap out of it. And I'm like, what? Oh Some my God. But what so a moment. It's one of those things where if I say it to other people who are younger than me, they look at me, what the hell are you talking about? But for like people in my age bracket, it seems to be just a thing that all of our parents watch, which is weird that that was the very first movie all did. But then I'm looking at like Boss Baby. <laughs> and I'm going to say Sonic 2, but I don't really know if that's Birds on Film canon because Eric is not there. It, it, it was uh, trying to capture the uh, the trend, trying to get True. on it was, top of it. It was a it was a logistical malfeasance, I would say. Yes, well, well, <laughs> we replaced her. We replaced her with uh, my good friend Kyle Walls and Killian McMurphy. Which, you tried you tried to replace me with three people and it still didn't work. It still did not work, no. And if I'm not mistaken, I feel like if Officer Miller were there, Killian would have been in trouble. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You've but, clearly seen the footage. I'm not saying anything else, but between that and the Despicable Me universe, it's like they all seem to be animated. And I'm just wondering, who the hell is the big fan of animated movies and why is it Big Dust? Because it feels like it's a Big Dust thing. <laughs> definitely it's definitely me well i boss baby came around because because i've always memed about it but i think like bird got a whiff of it and then watched it and was like we have to talk about yeah i don't even remember why because it it had already been passe at that point like it was not current it was not in the zeitgeist well well um, well there is the netflix original series okay Boss which i Baby, tried to watch back in business okay i tried to watch it it was so bad that's not real it's that's so real, real. Oh my 
so bad. It's nasty um, looking. But yeah, I think our, our niche is really like 70s, 80s, early 90s even. Maybe late 70s or early 90s live action, large set pieces. <laughs> um and modern animated films. We lost a bunch of footage, actually. We had a ton of episodes recorded and uh, a hard drive went down. So we had recorded episodes on um, Evil Dead 2, The Exorcist 3, Hook, oh, no. and Kanto. We had so much recorded and it just... But I love I love the, uh, the juxtaposition of like Exorcist 3, Minions... <laughs> Hook, Boss Baby, Moonstruck, and Kanto. It seems like there's not a thread, but well, there is. <laughs> I, I think with this process... The thread is our interests. Exactly. Well, okay. it's, 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 it's stuff that I, 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 I think that me and Erica could have a conversation that would be interesting certain movies have been offered and it's like it would it be a birds movie and it's like i don't i don't think it would there's not too much yeah. i can sink my teeth into right do do we have enough to blabber on about usually yes yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna get this out of the way now i'm just gonna clear the deck because i said earlier i've not seen any of this pick with me i don't right, get right. the millions thing my daughter had a birthday that i did not go to because I don't like being around people. She her, her seventh birthday was a minion. I don't get the damn minions. Apparently, Erica loves the minions. It looks like you brought big dust over to the minions. What the hell am I missing about these minions? Because I don't get it. <laughs> Do you enjoy slapstick? Like three stooges. That's about it. <laughs> so think of Kevin, Bob, and Stu as your three stooges. They are the the big three usually the ones you're following around in the movies and they're constantly smacking each other, hitting bopping heads on something, laughing at each other. It's, it's slapstick. It's the easiest That's, form of comedy. It's, yeah, it's and so they're, simple. They're, and they're, they're like funny. They're funny and cute looking. Like they've got the big eyes, like a, like a plushie or like you're an animated puppy dog or something like that. And like, they do cute little noises and they say funny words like banana. They're yeah, also that's, indestructible. That's they're also right. like they they can't be killed. They're right. they've lived for eons, as as we'll discuss in the uh, the next review. They yes. they've lived for for eons since the prehistoric since the dawn of time, age. Minions have been around, and and they've if they've all it's the same ones. Yeah, they, no new minions. But then, no, well, gosh, and then by the. End of the third movie. How many are there, Bird? How many minions are there? Like thousands? Uh, prob probably around, I'd say, 1,200. 1,200 of these probably little... around 1,200 minions. These little pill men. Well, running around. <laughs> <laughs> so, are the, do the minions... Are there genders in the minions? Or are they just genderless I don't blocks? think so. Okay. I don't because think... I just noticed um, you said like the three names were all masculine sounding, but Sam, I guess, go either way. I think all of the names that are used or pointed out are like traditionally male names, but they also don't like they they wear coconut bras and try to like cover up, you know, 
they usually have like a butt hanging out, but it seems to be like a lot of boob and butt jokes. Oh, okay. is that right, Dustin? You think you think it's mostly boob and butt jokes? It, it, it's mostly boob and butts. They're they're very much like uh, like Barbie dolls or like a Ken doll. You know, there's okay. there's like <laughs> kind of neutral. They yeah. don't really need to. Uh, so have the, anything the, the traditionally male names mm-hmm. yeah. i really would say they're agender well the names are like, just there because they it's already like, exist do they reproduce or like where are they where are all these 12 these 1200 minions been hiding all this time that's what we're saying <laughs> they're the same ones since the beginning of time no new minions and and you'll get the full rundown in the minions review we go through their their history and their and their origin stories so when the the minions movie review drops soon you will you will you will get the deep dive into their history i don't like the word film because just get the fuck out go over yourself just go over yourself it's a movie now oh I do like that y'all will sit there and say, I'm watching Despicable Me and the film did this and that. And I'm sitting there like the preposterous notion that Despicable Me could be called film. It is a film. <laughs> it is film. Every, every, every. Cinema. I, 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 it's no. cinema. cinema. <laughs> it's film. It's movies. They're all the same art. word. Yeah. Well, see, that's why I liked it. I like the audacity of like, we're going to really dumb down the word film to just mean movie. I dare some dumb movie nerd come at me trying to tell me that it's not a film. It's literally a film. They didn't shoot Despicable Me a digital. Come on. Yeah, come on. I mean, (laughs) they showed it in movie theaters. All right. You know what is used for movie theaters? Film houses. That's what they used to call them. They called them film houses and everyone would go down to the film house. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. We'll watch Charlie Chaplin stomp on a rake and get hit in the head. I stand down. I'm I'm correcting now. It just came (laughs) me as a film. So Memorial Day's passed. Pride Month's here. It's unofficially officially summer. Like with summer comes the summer blockbuster, which I just learned last night. The Despicable Me franchise is all summer movies. And I did not know animated movies were such a big part of summer, but apparently they are. However, the first question I want to really ask is, what to y'all is your quintessential summer blockbuster movie? I do think it's it's uh, important to note that summer summer blockbuster kids are out of school, right? They can go right. to the movies whenever, any day, matinee, late night. They don't got their homework to do. That's why it's 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 movie time. That's why it's it's time to get your your soda and your popcorn going down to the film house. So my quintessential summer movie might be Roadhouse. Mm, that's good might that's be roadhouse good. okay that's good yeah it's a classic whereas it, moonstruck is my like new year's movie usually watch it around january roadhouse that, is for summertime you see it's funny the way that these uh the, the, ever, that like you schedule the films in your brain it's like summer you get all the the big money everything like a bunch of high big set pieces then right you start car crash the, explosion exactly fight scene in the water big yes. kiss yes water world you're explaining water world <laughs> and and i love that 
but then you get towards the end of the year and you start getting your dramas. You start getting like your little sappy stuff, your moon You want to get cozy. Yeah, you want to get cozy. You want to feel something. And then January and February hit and it's all trash. It's it's yes. all nothing. And it's awesome. That's what <laughs> Boss Baby released. Um, <laughs> so uh, my quintessential summer blockbuster. Oh, my gosh. When I think of going to the movies in the summer, the only movie mm-hmm. I can distinctly remember seeing was Jurassic Park. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a summer movie. To me. It's just shit getting torn to pieces and dinosaurs. And I just yeah. remember being like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. And I haven't seen a single one since then. I don't even have seen that one since. But it's like, I just equate summer, Jurassic Park, and I guess Independence Day. Like, those two are like... Oh my okay, gosh, yes, that yeah, might be absolutely. it. Independence absolutely. Day? Are you joking? That's that's one of the 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 worst and greatest films of all time. <laughs> that that movie, oh, they yes. had they had the audacity in the trailer to blow up the White, the White House. House. <laughs> Who thinks it? Whoever thought of that, pay them all, all the money, all the money Jesus. in the world. Jesus. Give them. It's so smart. I uh, God, I'd probably say Independence Day. That's that's a that's my father's uh, favorite film. Yeah. Um, All right, Marty. I'd either say that or um, I, I saw recently, like the other week, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh. It's the new A twenty four film. I gotta uh, see that. The nowadays we're seeing all like the multiverse films and everything, and this yeah. is a multiverse film, but. It's much more character driven, but it does not skip out on these crazy action set pieces. And it's so good. If, if, uh, if anyone's watching this and is thinking of seeing it, please do yourself a favor and go see it. I like the multiverse stuff. I like that it's replacing time travel as like a plot device because I really hate time travel as a mm-hmm. plot device. You think the, it's as soon as you explain something, you create another problem. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, we can't do this because of that. And you're like, well, why don't you do the other thing then? Or like, well, if that fixes this, why can't you just fix the other thing that way? I get, I get totally taken out of it where I can't enjoy what they're telling me to enjoy because I'm like, well, you're not now. You're not answering my questions. You can't suspend your disbelief a little bit for the enjoyment need, of it. I need the logic to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, the funny thing about that is. You're a professional wrestler, and sometimes the logic of professional wrestling is like, if we examine it just that much, it's like this makes no sense at all. Get it? And that's that. Those are called bad matches. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, but like just in every match, if you whip somebody into the turnbuckle, why would they turn? That's momentum. Because I'm trying. I don't want to. I don't want to hit. Chest first, that's gonna hurt me. Yeah, I got you a ever lot seen of... a Bret Hart match? That looks like hell. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to hit there. So I'm trying to learn from I'm his wrong. mistakes. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I trained for two minutes and I hurt and I said, I'm done with this shit. Like, so I don't shit does hurt. <laughs> I get it. It does hurt. No, um... I but it's it's the it's the lack of consistency. It's just that if you point, if you make if you make an effort to point something out and say we can't do it because of X or this is going to solve our problem and it doesn't hold true for something else. Then I'm, then I'm peeved. That's fair. I'll, I'll take time travel over companies trying to create properties 
out of nothing characters and then re-releasing the film after it bombs only the bomb even more did you see morbius have you heard about this did you read about this got re-released in theaters after making only like 60 million worldwide which like oh what a loss am i right (laughs) 85k i believe the money in in the film industry boggles my mind like i have no concept of like failure success made money lost money because they're just talking about millions and millions of dollars and i'm like it's just made up yeah it's all nobody nobody has any of this money what are we talking about if you just tell me what cost ten dollars and it made 20 i can do that simple okay that's i guess that's a successful movie but at the same time like when they add in well this is worldwide release and all these i'm like well is everything not a success if we include worldwide release? It's like the opposite of when Bill Gates thought a 10-pack of Totino's pizza rolls cost $30. <laughs> oh, that was on Jimmy Kimmel. I love Jimmy Kimmel. It's Jimmy Kimmel so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just think money's fake. That's my issue. Money is fake. Well, if we're having a money problem, why so don't we just often. make more? Just make yes. more money. You're thinking that way because you get paid in beans so often. That's true. Mm. It's so it's true. always more beans. So since we have two film critics and I'm not a film person, I looked at some lists of where just the 10 most recommended summer movies this year. And I had to throw out a couple of them because they were already released. Or just some of them, I'm like, this sounds stupid. So I boiled it down to seven that were on every single list. Okay. I'm I'm going to give the names and essentially what I could decipher from the Mm -hmm. synopsis. And you'll just tell me which one you recommend and which one you like stay away from entirely. Let's do it. I like this. I like this. So fully expect us not to agree. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I guarantee me and Bird are going to fight. I can't wait. Well, I'm probably going to say no to all of these, so this is even better. <laughs> but so first up, we have Jurassic World Dominion, which I don't even know how many Jurassic Park slash I didn't know there were worlds now. But is Chris I'm, Pat Pratt in this one? He yes. is in this one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm just guessing it's more dinosaurs in like your local neighborhoods. Now. I whatever the continuation of the story could be, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I I see we have Lightyear, which. I'm guessing is Buzz Lightyear because people love Toy Story. I, yeah. I Elvis, which I saw the commercial for Elvis last night, and it looks like one of the worst movies <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to tell everybody right now, if you go see Elvis, don't follow me on Twitter. I don't want your opinions. I thought it looked ever. great. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. it I, yeah, another stupid biopic movie. They all look the same. They're all the same film. Then I found out we have something for Love and Thunder. I, you know, because we need another comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Notes, which is a Jordan Peele movie. And all I could find out was people and animals are affected by some spooky shit and spooky shit happens. That yeah. film looks uh, very interesting. I-, I think Get Out is like a modern day masterpiece. And I think I've recently rewatched Us, had like, uh, didn't really like it when I first saw it, watched it again, and uh, it's growing on me a little bit. But uh, he's definitely, 
what I like about him is he's one of the only filmmakers that are out today that the sell for his films is that he's making it. Mm. I feel mm. like we're straying away. Uh, like you look at the list that you're listing. Some of those movies, like I'd be down to see, right? But this is the first film where it's like, oh, the it's not a property, it's mm. not a name, it's not a tr- it's not a series. This the is franchise. Like a, exactly. This is a new product. This is something different. And from a trusted filmmaker. Exactly. Right away. Right. I'm already looking forward to that. We have two more. I have bullet train. Which it just sounds like assassins on a train. I it sounds badass. It's uh, honestly I mean, that sounds good to me. <laughs> it's it was the one I read. I was like, okay, I mean, maybe. And yeah. then finally, I did not know Sly Stallone was still doing movies. What? But apparently, he's in one called Samaritan, which he plays like a washed-up superhero that some kid finds and everybody thought was dead. So. Those are the seven that seem to be like, yo, you must see these movies. We like we got a comic book movie, a yeah. musical biopic, another goddamn toy story. <laughs> uh, nope. I will which... take the another toy story toy story over at another Jurassic Park. I think, yeah, I think I think me and Bird. I would rather see the Toy Story than the Jurassic Park. I think me and Bird can agree. Like, I, I don't care about Jurassic Park anymore. You know no. what the issue is? Not the dinosaurs are CG. In the first film, we had some usage of it, but like the majority of it was all practical effects and it looked beautiful. And once we took that away, it's just nasty can't looking. Can't even imagine practical effects on that scale anymore. Exactly. Nobody no does one that. does it. Yeah. Well, because it, it probably cost too much money to pay somebody to do it. We just Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, you can't. The union. I don't know. I think I'm kind of in on bullet train. Like, yes. I'm pretty sure it's terrible, yes. but I feel like it's a good terrible. I think that's. And you know what? I think give that's me a that, Brad Pitt. Give me that Sly movie too. I'll watch that. <laughs> I yeah. I, I I'll throw it up in the air with this because I, I love I love Sylvester Stallone. Rocky's one of my favorite films of all time. If it's how I picture it being in my head, I'm very excited for it. But it also could be absolute garbage, which I'm also down for. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's going to be real rough, but I'm going to like it. I think it's going to be absolutely abysmal. But I mean, you know, I'm not the I'm not the film critic. What the hell do I know? It's- Sometimes it's not about the quality of the product; it's about the intensity of your reaction, right? Okay, so then we should all like- go see Elvis. Because that we're all going to have an intense reaction to it. I'm that sure ain't was... getting my money. That ain't <laughs> yeah, getting Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Let's so not then, go crazy here. Elvis is the clear loser then. Yeah. I, I want a collective apology from the entirety of the planet for saying that Bohemian Rhapsody was a good film. I want a collective apology. It was awful. Whoa. I want a collective apology on behalf of Elvis for everything he did. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know what? Right? yeah, yeah. What a dirt bag. Yeah, yeah. what a what a real scumbag. Not a big yeah. fan. Not an Elvis guy. Boo. <laughs> I do, Boo I that do, man. I do love walking in Memphis, and his name's mentioned like three times. The fun part for me 
on the set of Birds on Film in the nest is when Dustin and I disagree. <laughs> if we get rolling too much on, yeah, we like this. Yeah, we like that. No, we both didn't like this. That's not a good Birds movie. The real meat is when we start arguing. That's but it what sounds I like, like y'all are simpatico on what movies to see. Like That's what I'm saying. That's why when you get a good Birds movie... There's something in there that we're going to fundamentally disagree on. Not to spoil too much, but Minions was definitely one of them. Got well, heated. Minions yeah, was yeah. on all the lists, too. But since I knew y'all were going to see Minions, like, what was that? Absolutely. Oh, Minions 2, <laughs> Rise 1st. of Gru. Yeah. July 1st. Who the hell knew there was already a first Minions movie? How many Despicable Me movies are there? We yeah. did. We knew. <laughs> You're you're not you're not understanding how popular these little fellows are. I'm, I'm they right. are I'm crazy right. popular. Yes. But if yeah. I'm not mistaken, y'all said it didn't honk. So why are we still paying attention to these okay. movies? Whoa, 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 whoa! Calm down. Let's calm <laughs> down. Twisted <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The trilogy. The last screen said does not honk. But the trilogy. me too. Yes. Very good movie. Yes. A good film. Yes. That's cinema. <laughs> I refuse I, to believe that, but okay. Genuinely a solid, a solid film, very watchable. As a collective trilogy, as a lump, does not honk. It there are doesn't too honk. many problems with one and three. They outweigh all the good of two. But two, toe to tip, very tight. It's a good little flick. Do you have Very to see? Do you have to see the first one to figure out part two? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. No. Okay. I'll give it. I'll give it a watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One is boring. One. There's a plot to steal the moon. The antagonist is a loser. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. We're pinning my guy up against a nobody bonehead who can't can't make his dad proud. I'm not but stealing the moon is a good idea. It would affect all the Earth's water. Like, that's something. And that's why I think it's a little short-sighted. What are you going to do without the moon? Hmm? You know, wreck everybody's life. He didn't really think that plan through, did he? Not he just wanted to steal it. He just wanted to snatch it. Just to have it. You got to oh, put it back. God, what a dis- it. he is truly despicable, isn't he? No. But then he becomes the good no. guy. Yeah, he becomes a good guy. See, He's a good man. There's no way in hell these movies are... Well, okay, we already said one and three are not good. I, I will watch part two, and I will easily probably hate it. But if I love it, you will be the first to know. And awesome. I will eat all my words. Just type out, it honks. It, that's, I and will we'll it. know. Yes, <laughs> which could segue into question five because it's making me think of looking at the list of summer movies in the past just decade. Everything is part two, part three, part four, part five. Or you remember that character that you liked in part two and part three? Here's their movie, and then part two and part three is that. So, does the summer movie still honk, or is the summer movie dead? Yeah, we've got we've got a ton of spinoffs. We've got a, a ton of continuations. We've got a ton of reboots. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think what we've seen in the last few years, maybe blaming COVID is 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 too far. But the seasons kind of didn't matter as much. You know, there wasn't that like 
people, uh, kids were out of school a lot more than mm-hmm. just, you know, a couple months in, in the summertime. Um, people were home from work. People were not taking vacations. So I think that those like seasons that we've seen historically, cozying up in the winter, shit movie in the new year, blockbuster in the summer, probably didn't hold true as much over the last couple of years. I haven't looked that looked into that too much, so maybe I'm wrong. But I think this spinoff and sequel trilogy reboot is sort of a symptom of all that where it's like, you know, you've got, you've got so much content to put out. And I mean, in 2020, 2021 filming was a bitch, you know, people, a lot of shows were getting postponed and stalled because they couldn't get people together on set to, to film stuff. So I think maybe that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a recycling of, of ideas and characters and, and plots because it's just been sort of, you know, difficult to, to, to navigate the last couple of years of, of new content and, and, and just getting people together. I think now, like we're probably back to normal since everyone thinks the pandemic is over and we're, you know, <laughs> just did, done with that. I did um, see less sequels and spins off on the neck on this summer's releases, but there's still your typical couple Marvel movies. Like, okay. So Marvel fundamentally has changed how film works. Everything's an IP. Everything is a, it's a product. Scorsese said it, that uh, a lot of these movies are roller coasters and it, it's not a bad thing at all. I mean, the majority of the Marvel films, I actually, I actually really enjoy, actually really like, but I think the underlying, like looking at film as a product and not as a work of art, I think that itself doesn't honk. But I think the moviegoers, you have to, it's sad that you have to put in work to see other things, but you kind of got to scrape underneath the, the surface of all the corporate schlock to get to the good stuff, you mm. know, to get to like, I mean, a 24, the production company is doing really good for itself, producing a lot mm-hmm. of amazing things. But mm-hmm. in the end, I mean, is someone not going to see that film if it's not called like Spider-Man and his best friend hang out for 45 minutes in an hour? Like, I don't know. The oversaturation of the genre of superhero, you know, action film of Marvel movies of the characters that we're seeing over and over and over again is I think uh, akin to the Knights of Columbus at Ridgefield park. (laughs) You turn on IWTV and guess what's <laughs> any given night of the week and you've got, you know, that crucifix staring down at you from the far wall at the <laughs> KOC. I don't know how it's possible to run that many shows in one building. We're sort of getting to the point where it's, 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 it's a big joke. You, as, as soon as I say, you know, people that know are like, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly. Same with these Marvel movies. You've got a new one coming out every couple months and it's like, you can't even digest the one that you just saw. And, yeah. and like, and, and, and it's mean, almost, you don't even have to see them all. Right. No. Cause it's like, you miss one and the next one's coming out and you don't, you don't have to see the last one to, to enjoy it and to figure it out. It's like, eh, 
I, I don't need to go to this one. There's going to be another one soon. I think that one will be better anyway. Everything has to be connected, and that's the issue. We can't just give this product to a artist or a filmmaker and say, hey, work with it, do something with it. I think if we were using properties or IPs like that, that'd be interesting. So it sounds like the summer season honks still. However, the movies kind of hit and miss. Yeah, I'm yeah. holding out hope for the the season the seasonality to to reclaim its importance and to honk once again but we hit a rough patch well it's really great you brought up the koc because we're staying on the summer blockbuster topic and i guess because we're nominally a wrestling podcast i should talk some semblance of wrestling pride and vibe is coming up and i think when you say koc that's why i was like damn it's does Erica see my notes? Like, how does she know where I'm, where I'm going next? Cassandra yeah, <laughs> Cup, the second installation. We're talking about Harris is bumping for the third time. Like, mm-hmm. I know I've been waiting to get this for maybe two months. Like, I remember tickets were released. I was like, I'm buying a ticket. I don't care. I'm just going to figure this out. And as it gets closer and closer, and now even doing this, it was like, I can make both of these one podcast ideas. Fuck all that. Pride and Vibe Weekend just sounds like the greatest goddamn thing in wrestling that I could ever imagine for mm-hmm. me personally. Because if I take my life, I didn't really figure out my gender shit until really still life was still a person. And they were non-binary. It's the first time I've heard that word. And that so since then, seeing how queer friendly wrestling has become independently, yeah. it's like I had to go to this shit. So to me, it means like this is my first Pride event out and proud. So I'm like really excited. So for y'all, what does Pride and Vibe Weekend mean to y'all particularly? I think that's so amazing that a wrestling character (laughs) introduced you to a term that would become so personally important to you because it is, I think with a a lot of people hearing about a concept or a, a, a label or an identity that all of a sudden you're like, hold on. Somebody else feels that way too. Wait a minute. <laughs> that the the power that that has to just put a name to something is like, shoo. And to, to think that it's a, a through pro wrestling that you were able to connect with a character and say non-binary. Hold on a second. That to me is is an, is just ah. That is why Edith surreal as a character still. I think connects with so many people on, on the level that she does because she chose to push her character and herself personally to open up and be the life of on on IWTV. She was so open and vulnerable. And I think you can't understate the impact of performers like her and of events like this, where people get to go. I mean, if you're watching on IWTV or if you're going in person, but enjoying this art form in a way that a lot of people have not historically, right? Like the industry itself is, has not always been, you know, very inclusive. So for people to be able to connect with wrestling and connect with themselves in a new way through wrestling is such a, a, an enormous thing. And I'm so happy to be part of it. I'm so proud to have been part of all of the Paris's bumpings from the no ring, the first no ring show, which was 
a truly an innovation of COVID times um, <laughs> and to see how it's evolved into like, you know, a, a festival like weekend, a huge event, like you said, a summer blockbuster. This is truly the summer blockbuster of pro wrestling. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. It can't get here soon enough. Erica put it better than I could ever say it. You know, I'm very much looking forward to it uh, on the broadcast team. Once again, uh, it was such an honor. It was so much fun to be a part of the last Paris's bumping event and um, the energy f- that you feel. And I was just doing commentary. It, it was just it's next level. It's it's one of the greatest shows I've ever been a part of. And it means so much to so many people. I mean, this is the Top Gun Maverick, okay, <laughs> of professional wrestling shows. I don't. This like is that. it. Don't say that because I've never seen any of the Top Guns. No, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a big event, and it and it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. And I I, I can't wait to be a part of it once again. The are events to, of the summer. Are you going to declare Goon Suite now? Oh, 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 it's always a good sweep when the when the boys are back in town. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Will Gummy Boar have matching gear? I believe we will. I think I don't know that we're, we're going to be pulling out the stops in that sense, but we'll we'll show up with our. Uh, we've got options. I'll say that. I, I'm not going to say we're going to blow anybody out of water because the gear game is so strong for these shows. And honestly, the fans come dressed to the nine. So I'm me and Boar will be matching. We'll be we'll be appropriate. We'll look like a real team. But I don't know that we're going to take home any awards for for the apparel. We might we might uh, we might take home a victory with our mm. big boots. Mm. I'm planning well, on taking home awards and victories. All right, Killian McMurphy's entering number one in the Cassandro Cup. And he is going to eliminate every single person that enters that ring. Chuck them right over. No I, doubt in my mind. I might just have to pull double time. duty. I I'm, might just have to pull double duty, find find myself a lot of energy and, and get in there and tussle. Throw double him duty. Out. Is that a poop joke? Is that a poop <laughs> joke? I'm kind of with dust. I feel like I feel like shooters, shooters the one to pick here. Like He's the best wrestler on the planet. He's the best wrestler on the planet. Yeah, he's he's the best. We We love friendship. He is the best. I mean, he's the best. For men men wrestlers, if I don't have a lot of men wrestlers, I like, I fucking love Killian. So it's because they're boring, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Be sweet sweet to him. Be sweet to him. No, not him. I'm saying men wrestlers. The men Um, folk in general. So we know Billy Dixon is hanging it up and it's the culmination of like a three-year-long feud almost with unfortunately the super eight winner darius carter did he win i mean he, he did win he did win the super eight he just didn't win the pooper eight. i won the pooper eight you 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 always win the pooper eight but first and second pooper eight i won yeah it's amazing that man signs my checks darius carter is uh, without a shadow of the doubt, uh, one of the best performers today, no matter sign talent or anything. I think Billy Dixon is, frankly, I think he's a coward for quitting. 
Mm. I did not say that. Well, he hasn't quit yet. Yeah, but like he might call an audible. He might have so much fun kicking Darius's ass. He says, "Ah, "I think I'll hang around, do this." He does. It'd be be cool. I'd like to see that. I wouldn't like. I don't. I think Darius is going. Oh, you want to? You want to see him kick Darius's ass? No, 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 no. I didn't say. (laughs) I didn't say. Darius didn't say that. Darius didn't say. Don't try to trap people. That's not fair. Yeah, this ain't right. The, I th- Officer I, Miller on the case. Oh, not the, the single finger. The single State one. State issue. Not two. Not two. State one. issue. It's a little flimsy. Let me put my <laughs> pot away. Nope. Put the pot away, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about a summer blockbuster show, this this match is like the blockbuster yeah. of blockbusters. And yeah. Right. Culmination, yeah. like you said, of, of three years. <sighs> It's... Will there will there be a single dry eye at the end? No. So I, no. Bring, I bet I Billy's should, gonna cry a lot. I should bring Kleenex. Billy's Tissues gonna cry. Are must. Yeah. 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 If you're listening to this and you're going to Pride and Vibe, bring tissues because it's it's going to be a lot. A little it's... kerchief, maybe. Or cur- yeah. I'm gonna be crying because I'm just gonna be so happy when Darius Carter absolutely destroys <laughs> Billy Dixon. There's no way. I hope and so. then I'm God, gonna I laugh so. <laughs> crying when Billy says, Oh, I'm gonna leave. Oh, give me a break. I didn't say that, Billy. I am never rooting against you, but I did not say that part. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Are there matches otherwise that we're looking forward to? Got my my tag match that weekend against the Kings of the District. Familiar awesome. foes. Gummy Boar is far and away, head and shoulders up above the rest of the competition. I, I mean, Kings of the District did win our best tag team of the year award. Look, they oh. are a formidable team, but I think honestly, this whole goon sweep stuff, getting into Eel's head, he's taking it easy. What? Mm. What? He's 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 Have you feeling seen like the, eel taking it easy. Brother is jacked to the gills. I know he's working hard, but he's he's feeling like he's got all the backup in the world. And I'm sorry, Dustin, what happened the last time you saw Boar in person? You fell over. Yeah, that's because I tripped. All right. I tripped. He's big man. That's different. I'm not Eel O'Neal. Okay. Boar if I look like Eel O'Neal. I would Lord not be sitting here talking about up. film. I'd be going out there him. beating people up, you which is what he's going to do ass. to you. He's going to beat you up. Y'all are not going to be able to interfere. Y'all are not going to be able to stick your, your, your fingers in this pie. Let me tell you what, because <laughs> oh, <wow>. boar, <laughs> boar can scare you with a single look. You ain't even going to get close. And that's why I think Eels kind of got you guys in, 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 the, in, in, in the back of his mind. Like anything happens, goons sweep, goons are going to help me out. Not true. What about Not Jordan true. Blade? What about Jordan Blade? Huh? What about Jordan? You're Super not thinking strong. about Jordan. You haven't even talked about Jordan. Jordan Blade. She's very strong. What do you mean say? WA Super 8 Women's Tournament. Jordan Entrant. Blade. Entrant. Absolutely. Entrant. Yeah, I won. You didn't win. I won. You won Who the Pooperate. That's different. You won the Pooperate. The last thing I do, I just like to ask wacky questions. I have five. Big Dust and Erica are traveling to a show together. You each get the aux cord. What are the first song that you play? And is it one? Let me rephrase that. Are you playing a song to annoy the other, or are you playing a song that you want to hear? 
for me, that's always both. And it's going to be, look at them beans. <laughs> what the hell? Look is at them it? beans. I was going to give an actual answer. I was going to say, look at Brand- them beans by Johnny Cash. Yeah. Banger. Oh, I'd say Brandy, you're a fine girl. <gasps> oh, that's I love that. Song. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big, big bird, a big dust song. Okay. I listen to that song every time I go over the Bay Bridge. Great, great choice. Great choice. Question two: Which goon should never get the ox court? Rob. Oh. Rob. Never Damn. get. Never. Never. <laughs> just bad at picking good music, or they like just. <laughs> just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. you understand. You understand because no. I know. Just. I, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, Dustin does have to say. Dustin, no. why? They. Rob knows. Yeah. Rob knows. Yeah. Rob. Rob knows. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because as soon as you said that, I thought that's wrong. But then I looked thought again. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's probably. Wow. Right. He did. And I, I would have said Dustin. What? No. I got a great taste of music. It is all Broadway show tunes and stuff. So I don't. Yeah. You make your first rest stop on this trip. You only can buy three things at the gas station. What are they? You know the like little roll-ups? It's like a salami and cheese roll-up? Yes. Okay, so one of those. <laughs> okay. A water. Okay. And Any particular probably, water? Uh, just like the big, like not big a gallon, water. but like okay. the big, big, the 30, big. The quart. Yeah, okay. Yeah, big like a, a deer park, perhaps. Okay. And either a fruit snack or a an Albanese gummy bears product. <sighs> Exactly what I get every time I go on the road, which is a a honey bun, a a vanilla coffee Coke, because they never have anything else, as well as a packet of gum. Any kind of gum in particular? Uh, Mostly mint, because I think it tastes better. It makes my breath decent. You know, that's a thoughtful person. Big Dust is a thoughtful person. I I really am. No one gives me credit for being just such a thoughtful person. You can only go to one fast food spot, but you must go to the same spot. What are y'all picking? Arby's. Oh. It's HQ. It's HQ. Are you are you fine with that, Erica? Taco Bell. Taco Bell? Yeah. I'm, Taco I'm, Bell. Mm. What? Really? I didn't expect Taco that. Bell. That's I'm, nice. I'd rather go to Arby's. I don't even eat meat. Like, yeah. <laughs> at least, no. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I do love Panda Express. I got Panda Express yesterday. Love. Do they Panda have those Express. on the road? Uh, where where I'm usually going? Yes. Oh. There's like one in Delaware. Yes. That brings me to the last quick fire question: What is the best travel road stop, and why is it the Delaware House? Travel plazas aside, because. I mean, really, the only strong feelings I have about travel plazas are uh, the Clara Barton sucks. I grew up in southern New Jersey. So by all accounts, I should be a Wawa fanatic. And yet. I'm a Sheets gal. Whoa. So I really don't care if we're stopping. Like, I'm not going to look for a plaza. If there's a Sheets Ugh. right off the highway, that's where I will go. That's disgusting. Sheets. If you're looking, if you if you if you got a if you got a fiend for some fifty cent hot dogs, I mean, shoot, Sheets is right up your alley. You can get like eighty of them. They got chicken tendies they and curly have, fries. They do have chicken tendies. Chicken, chicken tendies. tendies. 
I don't know. Like, it's just something about going to a place called Sheets. I'm just like, I don't want that. It just. I think it's kind of sexy. How so? Because it's Sheets? I think a sheet. I think of a big old blanket that's going to wrap over me with the fifty cent hot dogs and the much affordable drinks as well, and I just cozy myself up on and I relax. Okay, you know what? I I reverse statement. Sheets is the best. There you go. There we go. That we go. got you. Oh Change your mind. Change your mind. I'm it. the best. <laughs> that's it. I mean, manager of champions. What, what am I going to do? Say no. Manager of champions. <laughs> And I don't know why they like you so much, but you you've you've got a way with words, apparently. I really do. I really do. If there's one thing I have a way with, it is words. <laughs> Big Dust, manager extraordinaire, manager champions, king of goons. Are we allowed to call you king of goons, or are the other goons not like? I'll be called king of goons. Dustin, that Dustin's gonna say yes, of course. Well, I, it's it's nice to let a person describe themselves. It, how they I, are. I'd say handsome, beautiful, respectful. The handsome, beautiful, beautiful uh, manager, of epic, based, pilled. Okay, see now yeah, we're so going you're to gonna get the smack coming up. No, no, not the smack, please, please. Have we mercy. Have Erica and Dust, if you can give out all of your socials, where people can follow you support your careers, buy your shirts, your merch, your stickers, whatever you want the adoring public to know. This you can find song. me on uh, on all the sites at Erica Wrestles. I've got uh, Gummy Boar shirts. I've got Erica Lee shirts, Cooperate shirts, stickers, all that merch. I've got stuff on What a Maneuver still. So just uh, look for Erica Wrestles. You'll find me. I've got some, I've got some good tweets out. I've got some good, some good promos out. Go watch the uh, the Cassandro Cup promo. It's good. It's great. It's epic. I will say uh, that. <laughs> it, is, it is fantastic. I love that. Um, you can find all me, uh, big underscore dust on all the socials and everything. Uh, check out the Goons page on One of Maneuver. You can find uh, all the shirts and everything we got on there. Check out any of the cinematic content that me and uh, Killian McMurphy and also at times Miss Erica Lee have been uh, a part of um, a bunch of stuff like that. And most importantly, with right here, got got the two birds. Please go ahead and check out Birds on Film on YouTube. We will be releasing our Minions review sometime in the month. Going to. Gonna try and have Bird throw it over to me. Very, see very how it's soon. Looking. Exactly. And then after that, we will have a quick little turnaround with the review of the Minions 2 Rise of Gru. After that, not too sure. We might have a couple little surprises for you in store with what we're reviewing. We're uh, looking to change up the format a little bit, play with some yeah. new things. and uh, A lot of fun stuff on the horizon for the Birds on Film YouTube channel, so come check us out. Exactly. Please, by all means, watch Birds on Film because it's fucking fun. It's just fun. Even if you don't like movie or films, sorry, if you if you like me you don't like films, it's still a fun watch. Just fucking watch the show because I'm telling you to. That's Big Dust, sir. That's Erica Lee. You can see them at Pride and Vibe and a lot of other shows also at the KOC and up and down the Mid-Atlantic and apparently also in Canada now because we know Erica's going to Canada. Canada! So check them out. If you see me at Pride and Vibe, you say hi to me. I'll probably wear a Candy Lee mask. You won't miss me. But 
Both of y'all, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Everybody, go watch Birds on Film. 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 As always, you can support JR, myself, Harley R. Padgett, my co-host, Emily Fear, and all of the Glitterati here at Grid and Glitter by finding us online on Twitter or Instagram or Patreon at Grit Glitter Pod. If you support us on Patreon, $1, $5, or $10 a month, $1 gets you a weekly newsletter written by the members of the Glitterati with match recommendations, with personal, heartfelt, diary entry style letters. $5 gets you bonus podcasts. Emily and Valerie Quartz are rewatching the Netflix series Glow and podcasting about that. Emily and I are tracing the history of women in WWE in chronological order with our series, Women's Wrestling Entertainment. A new episode is coming very soon. We are up to 1988 at this point, an exciting time with the arrival of Sensational Sherry and Rockin' Robin. And $10 gets you all that, gets you archival material the first four seasons of Grid and glitter are exclusively available there now but every little dollar helps us it supports us it helps us keep this podcast going it's a labor of love for us we have no advertising as you probably hear every week we do it out of the love of professional wrestling and the power of women's wrestling next week on the show we will be discussing pride and vibe. How can we not? The second annual Cassandra Cup, the third. Paris is bumping. You've got Gummy Boar versus the Kings of the District. Edith Surreal versus Trisha Dora. MSP versus the Outfielders. Edie taking on Dark Sheik and Candy Lee and Mariah Moreno in a four-way, plus a six-pack doors challenge, a gray sweatpants scramble, and what might be the final match of Billy Dixon's career. Billy Dixon Darius Carter, I quit, you quit, we all quit for Billy Dixon.